0: This is Chic Conversations with Andrea and Linda. Enjoy our lessons along the way. Stay tuned for an amazing chat.
1: Oh my goodness. You know, I am I'm you know for me. I mean, I'm just, you know, I use wisdom in anything and i usually i just don't judge because as i said hey if you have a social media page you have a platform you yes. have your own stage you can stand up on that stage and say whatever you want to say but um but but when i'm reading all these comments you know especially like when some parents have decided to take their kids to school or not to school you know or some people decide to wear a mask others decide not to Um, When I'm seeing comments on the ones that are on, you know, the other side that, hey, they're probably taking their kids to school and seeing them, how they're probably commenting on how their own opinion is probably the right or the best one. You know, like, hey, I'm choosing not to wear a mask. I'm choosing to take my, you know, this and, you know, COVID, you guys exaggerating this. But then when I'm seeing all this and I'm like, oh, my goodness, God doesn't like ugly. This looks so ugly, you know. And I'm I I go to the gym every single day. Um, Jacob and I, and we wear a mask. Okay, we're the unpopular. No one says anything, you know. I mean, we just do get the stares and the looks and stuff like that. But then for us, this is what we choose to do, and we're not judging those that ch- choose not to or choose to. But this is what we've decided, you know. And we're just a third. of the people in the gym wearing masks, you know, and it's fine. I get it. But I think um, what I'm saying is just be kind, be nice, show so much love, you know, and sometimes it's better not to say than to say, because you just don't know how many people you're hurting by what you're saying. Yeah, COVID is there. And I understand too that, you know, my dad, um, you know, I'm taking, we take care of our dad and he's got underlying health issues. So if we're being around people like that, we're protecting each other. Yeah.
0: I think that's the mindset that is, that is, um, that what I noticed also is everyone's mindset and the desire to be right. Um, and what I'm learning is not to take a fight that's not mine. Um, my job is not to change anyone's mind. Your opinion is your opinion, but to know that I will protect my peace. And in this season, protecting my peace means I might not have conversation to see what you think, but my, the purpose of my conversation is not to convert you. It's not to change your mind. It's just for me to understand. And once I understand, I know how to s- take a stand for myself and it's not for you to say oh my goal when we have a conversation it's not for you to say ooh i'm able to convert you now you can see things my way no i see how you i just want to see like for someone that says oh yeah there's um there's no covid or there's no racial injustice i just listen whatever the big event or big, big conversation that we've been sharing the past few months, I just listen. And I don't want to change your mind necessarily. I just want to see how you think. And most of the time I can, I can, based on my own, I'm not saying my thinking is superior, but I'm able to get a little window to how your heart is or your mind is just by the conversation we have. And I just know there's some people that just spewing it out and I'm listening and they're like, Oh, I can't believe that you're, you're, you're standing here for a few minutes while we have this discussion. No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting educated on what my neighbor is thinking. And I think that's helped me to, to just be aware, to just be mindful that what I think is common knowledge, it's not everyone's common knowledge and common sense is different. And the, and that's my major aha moment in this season that, uh, uh-uh, uh when I say that's just common sense, we don't have to say that the constitution don't need to say that. No, but everyone is different and everyone's baseline is drastically different.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what Absolutely. I'm you know, I've learned in the season two to just, um, it's, it's crazy just to respect everybody's opinion. And to just honor and to just show so much uh respect and to show so much love in your difference, you know, your different opinion, and I think that's what we must do, you know, just as we get through this, as you said, it's just a whole mindset issue, you know, and um is this something that hey, it's just you have to just. Drift and shift, mind shift, shift and just decide that, hey, we're living in this one world together and we all must live together, you know? And I I can't wait for, seriously, we did have the episode of going back to normal and stuff like that, but I am embracing this season. I've learned so much.
0: I have shifted my relationships, but it's not in judgment of other for me it's just an awareness once you know better you have to do better i'm going to remove myself that's one of the reasons, that's one of the main lessons too where i know that i have the power to just um because being loyal is one of my strengths but then i have to make sure it's not my weakness where i stay so loyal to you and uh, even if it poisons my soul
1: you know, when we had, uh, image cheeks, when we had dinner with a few ladies and we talked about creating your own label that you are, you are the creator, you are creating your own life. It's the time that no one will tell you how to live your life or no decision will influence you because you have your own label. It's just like, you know, um, you know, I'm just gonna say the labels. You know, there's Gucci, there's you know, there's Fendi, there's
0: you know all about that, Linda. Yes, tell there
1: is, <laughs> So there's you know, there's all these labels, right? And if you see something, you know, like a Louis, a Louis Vuitton, or Gucci, it's different. You'll know it's a Gucci. You know it's Louis. You know Tom Ford. You know if he's designing, you know, his label. You will know that, you know, all these labels are so different because they have des- decided to just be unique and creating your own label. So as, as individuals, I think we need to be that unique. When we create our own label, we should not allow any other decision or anyone to influence us because their opinion of what we think does not matter because we are uniquely us you know and i think it's also the season to be present um just to live present and just to like so i've seen so much because i'm living present Mm. you know before i was just kind of going with the flow "Ah, probably not even living present but then because i'm like present my eyes have been open you know to just see and like Oh, maybe you were showing me those true colors before, but I was not present enough to see you. Maybe you were speaking that five years ago, 10 years ago, but because I was not present, I just could not hear you. But because I'm here now, I can hear you and I would remove like what you said, remove myself out of the you know, boxing ring and go to the nosebleed and just watch you and appreciate you and love you from there without trying to change the way you are thinking or without you trying to change the way I think because we're different. I am my own label. So let's talk about routine. You know, let's just, um, talk about all the routines, morning routine. Um, How is, because I'm sure people would want to find out, people may not follow you, but they follow us on um, Cheat Conversations, um, listen to the podcast, but they want to find out like, hey, because our mindset is uniquely different, you know, the way we think. And I'm sure, you know, it's just because of the routine that we've done, you know, from so many years and uh, just want to see what is your routine like, and then I'll share mine, but we have different routines completely, but I want to see your, um, listen to yours and then I'll share mine. So how is Andrea's routine? Like morning routine?
0: Our morning routine is consistent, but it's flexible. So, um, we have a new puppy in our home. So that has changed my routine. Um, but either way I'm a morning person. I know without a shadow of a doubt, I get creative in the morning. I'm energetic in the morning. I'm my best self in the morning. I mean at 8 p.m., you call me, it's at your own risk, you know. So in the morning, I'm the first to wake up in my house and I enjoy quiet time. I spend about 10 minutes, maybe sometimes longer, in bed, uh intentionally, and I just use that time to collect my mind. And I actually, it's all the thank yous. And I stay in my bed long long enough to say thank you for people, for situations, for, for. I just have my gratitude powwow before I get out of bed. And then um, I wake up and then I get up and my new routine now, there's a prayer meeting that goes on, on, online at 6.45. So I try to make that, um, I, I uh, have my coffee, outside with my dog it's my most favorite time um I'm reading as I drink my coffee and just reflect I look outside I enjoy that peaceful time and quiet time and um, in the past I used to wake up and go work out or it immediately but I haven't done that um, lately because of the puppy, which I don't mind and then I wake up I wake the kids up and um, my husband and I we get our workouts in. Um, have a conversation. It's my favorite time. We have a conversation after and, uh, spend some time, um, before he goes off to the hospital. That's my morning routine. Sometimes, um, sometimes if he wants to sleep in, if I, I can do yoga, um, before or after based on the day. So I'm flexible. I'm not, um, I'm not rigid. I'm drinking my water, drinking my coffee, minding my business, you know, that's about it. And then after that I'm flexible. And then the kids take over my day. I work from home, um, kids, you know, life stuff, usual. And then it's flexible from there. Yeah. So, so workout is non-negotiable every day, sweat, right. every single day, sweat. It's not. So do
1: you have a time to work out? Like what time? Or do you just work out anytime you get it?
0: Um, I don't want to be, uh, oh, i don't put a time on it but that's the first thing i do but i'm already up my husband is not a morning person so sometimes uh if i have more time and he's still sleeping and he's still slow because he has a late night he's seen patient sometimes all through the night so it depends on that so for me i get my yoga in sometimes i just sneak away for an hour to get my yoga in sometimes i do my yoga in the backyard sometimes um whatever works. But then i en- I really enjoy us working out together, going for a run together to get that's been a therapy because that's the, that hour after you work out, we are so honest with each other. We tell each other the truth, we reveal what needs to be revealed, how we create what needs to be created. We assess each child and see where we are there. So we're very intentional right after. So it's not just a workout. It's become kind of like a session where we are present and mindful and plan. And, you know, now I'm curious about you. Tell me.
1: So my morning routine, I love, love, love the mornings. So I am just at my best, my 100 in the mornings. I don't have an alarm clock because I just have my natural body alarm just wakes me up at 530. And then my husband's up. He says up before me, but you know, usually like 545 or something like that. But when I'm awake, the first thing I do before I step out of my bed is just pray. You know, I'm just in my mind. I'm just like, the first thing I say is, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for waking me up. And I'm just saying a prayer and just talking to God. Then after that, I have already laid out my gym clothes you know, so that helps me just, you know, keep me motivated and not to just make so much noise, you know, looking for this and that. So I have everything laid out the night before and, um, you know, getting myself ready and putting my, you know, my hair up into a bun and brushing my teeth. And then Jacob is also getting ready too, you know, and then um, so he goes out to pour water for me and for him because my dog Lola, if she sees me, she's gonna start crying and whining. So <laughs> the whole idea is she doesn't see me in the morning. So I'm just like totally awake cause her crate is in you know, close to the kitchen and we're trying to, we just try and make sure she doesn't see me in the morning. So Jacob goes out, gets the water, gets everything and then we're out. So we're usually at the gym around six o'clock Six fifteen ish, and so every day is different. So we work out together, and that's our connection time. That's our, you know, just time together. And every day we're at the gym. So after the gym is going on a walk with Lola. So I take her out the crate. I, you know, massage rubbery and stuff, and then we take a long walk, usually a two mile walk. And then we we get back home and. That's when I start like drinking coffee and I journal. So in my journal, I'm writing gratitude. So before I even go on my Instagram or go anywhere, even though, you know, I I may take pictures on my phone that I would want to put on my story. So I journal, I write in my journal. I'm just grateful, 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 grateful. I try to have about 20 things I'm grateful for and just kind of write that down. And then I am just planning my day, what I want and what I think. Sometimes I'm just writing about just what I feel at that moment. So I call that the morning pages and I'm just writing everything down. I try not to go on social media until I'm fed. You know, and then at that point, before I go on, I'm reading a book, reading the Bible. I think,
0: I think it's important to, um,
1: always pour.
0: Um, another thing I heard is always, always be fed rather than being fed. Being fed should be like reserved for, for when you are depleted. I think it should be conscious effort to feed yourself with, uh, knowledge and reading and and, and uh, books and whatever it is that feeds you. So, but the one thing is to identify that I'm let me speak for myself that I identify what feeds my soul and recognize what depletes me so that I avoid that. And it's part of being mindful that this year has taught me to just be aware enough like who I'm speaking to, whose book I'm reading, whatever it is that I'm doing that fe- feeds my soul and do that more often. And then I do not rely on being spoon fed. Um, I don't want and you know, before someone teaches all kinds of nonsense, which is what I'm trying to teach my kids too. Like you can't just say my teacher said so. And then if it, if it's questionable, look it up, look it up, look it up, look it up, look it up. read more, find a different perspective on
1: it. And it's like, um, usually like when you feed yourself first, that's when you can give, Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've noticed though some, some days I, if I don't follow my routine, I mean, there's some days, some days are not perfect. Right. I mean, you're just like, ah, oh, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to write to gratitude. You don't want to do all that stuff. And then I'm speaking for myself, you know, and then I probably log on to social media and I'm seeing like a whole load of events and I just get so depleted, you know, as you put it. I just get so, so depleted. And then I realize that something is off, you know, something is off. I feel a different energy or a different vibe. And I'm in the season that I really need to protect my energy and just protect what feeds me, you know, and just protect what um, comes into my ears and what I'm giving out. So then when I realize that I'm all, I just tell myself, you know what? I am stopping. I'm logging off completely. And I'm finding something to do. I pray. I, you know, just find, an inspirational quote or read the Bible, find a book that feeds me, you know, or just go on a podcast, you know, our podcast is good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen to (laughs) thyself,
1: You know, or just, you know, just go on a podcast. The moment you just give, 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 or let others feed you, because then we get back to that point, you know, who has the authority to speak into your life? Because, you know, you can't control logging on to Facebook and I don't get on to Facebook until about four o'clock. And sometimes at four o'clock, I'm like, I can't deal with Facebook right now. <laughs> you you know, like what we talk about, too, is know who to follow and know who to unfollow. And if your energy feels a different way, like, you know how when you when you're scrolling down and then you just kind of have like a different feeling. Something is just like you just kind of feel that's your that's a sign probably like mm, this person is probably not feeding me right. Yeah. Maybe mute this person unfollow this person, you know, and try to have so much positivity, you know, that speaks to you so that you could give. Yeah. So give from a cup that's overflowing, you know, so you remain with the full cap and then the overflow is what you give to people.
0: And you know what, when I have that feeling, cause I do have it too. And sometimes I check myself when I'm, when I'm on someone's page or I'm something, all of a sudden kind of something does not sit well with my spirit. I check myself and sometimes it's me that needs an adjustment. It's me that needs to say, no, you're being jealous you being ugly and I, I'm not, I I, ch- I try to check myself so that I don't go, you know, picking, pointing fingers at people when it's my spirit that needs an adjustment. And that's- I think it's part of my growth to be able to aware of that, you
1: know? Yeah, that's good. So probably uh, check it both ways, right? So mm-hmm. check check yourself and check, you know, the person you're following, yeah. you know. And if, if yourself is straight, then you're probably straight, but then you just check both ways.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I would want to be judged by the content of my own character. So it's, it's, um, it's part of the self-awareness. I credit that to yoga. That makes me pause in the middle of my own thought and be an observer of my thoughts and say, Ooh, Andrea, why are you thinking like that? And then I can, I can check myself so that I don't wreck myself pretty much.
1: (laughs) So this brings me to our next um, point. Maybe this would be the last one. I don't know if you have anything else, but we decided to do a um, book club as if we don't have, as if we don't have a lot of other things going on, but. (laughs) Beautiful thing of it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. So then um, it's the Novel Bunch Book Club and um, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And oh my goodness, if you have not picked up this book to listen, we encourage you to to read.
0: One of the major things that I'm learning from that, and I'm actively putting it in my life, is to part of checking yourself is um, see what your mindset is. And always seek someone that thinks higher than you and let them pour into you. It might not be someone, you know, it might just, this is the beauty of social media. Someone might be pouring into you and they, you they don't even know it. I like to send people private messages to say that I'm following. I'm inspired by them because, because I want them to know that they're a gift to the world by what they're doing. It might inspire them too. And I find an equal in someone that we share our ideas and our stories and our journey to go to a certain place. And then I look for someone to pour into. And I realize that that feeds my soul just to bring someone uplift someone either in the spirit, in the mind, in their bodies. It could be my children some days that I intentionally say you are going to be it. And I realized that that is the only way that we can keep the wave of inspiration and positivity and the spirit of God amongst us, because if we don't intentionally do that, um, we're all going to naturally go to our natural state, which is negativity where we compare. And I was, Oh, I'm going to put this. Um, I posted this last year. It's a Toni Morrison quote that says, if you have to, if you have to get someone on their knees to feel tall, Then there's something wrong with your mindset, and I think that that's where the masses uh, are in 2020, where we 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 really want to see someone suffer, maybe justifiably or not, um, to make ourselves feel good. And I think we, I say we feel good based on the God in us, the character in us, rather than someone like. And I, you know, even when I watch media, I say people say even the economy. The way the economy is is, um, is described is, is just the awareness that most of us don't, we can't just sit in our set space and say, I am gorgeous. We have to look around and say, I'm more gorgeous than her. I'm smart. No, nobody, people will say, we're smarter than, like, let's just stand in our own space. Let's just stand in our own light. And that's enough. No need to compare Better than if you're comparing, it should be your yesterday to say I'm better than that. Not because of Ooh, my my I'm better than my neighbor because my lawn is better. No, I'm better because I improved on my lawn. Period. My gardening skill is bad to the bone, and I, I think that's some of the things that um that I'm learning that and the awareness just to shine in your own light, not at the
1: comparison of anyone else. Absolutely. I agree. You know, um, just be, be completely yourself and shine, you know, um, in your own box, shining your own light, you know, and I've, I've also seen like myself, right. Um, whenever reading this book, I've now kept a, this rubber band on my wrist, you know, and until I remember reading the book, ego is the enemy being yourself and, you know, just being your own box without comparison and without comparing to anyone, actually, that is just, you know, something that we all should do, you know, just to realize that you are your own self and you can't be like someone else. So what I've done, um, you know, talk about the book, Ego is the Enemy. I've had this rubber band that I've kept you know um, this hair tie that I'm now putting it around my hand, my wrist, and um, so any time I feel my mindset go a different way, or any time I feel like I'm just you know comparing, or um, and because it does happen, we're all not perfect. I'm not going to come out and stand and say, okay, I've I've never done that before. But any time I feel like, hey. Just, you know how when you feel a little negative and you're not all that 100% positive. So that's a mindset issue, right? So anytime I feel that way, I'm actually pulling this rubber band and I am, you know, just letting it go. And I can feel the pain on my wrist. Not too painful, but I'm just kind of like reminding myself, hey, stop, think, be positive. And then I say something nice to anyone, random someone. I'm showing someone gratitude. I'm logging on and just being nice, you know, just doing all that because it's a mindset. So you have to check yourself every day, every time, every minute, find other ways. I use this rubber band, you know, and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to use it all the time, but this is, you know, I just, I started using this a few few weeks ago, just to remind me like, hey, stop, think, reset, move on, you know, turn shift from negative into positive. You know,
0: I think I, 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 I love that. I love that. And I think these are all the things that will take us um, into a new normal so we can be mindful and we can grow because I think the pro- the reason for anything happening is for our growth. Romans eight twenty eight is still my jam that says all things work together. And I am thinking all things work together to my advantage, all things. And, and even someone was, someone called me yesterday, one of our friends uh, and said, Oh my God, Andrea, I'm thinking about you and you've had the hardest year. And, um, and I, I, and I thought everybody's having a hard year. Um, mm-hmm. and And the way I see it. And she said, Oh my God, you, you lost your father. And I know how close you are to him. You got uh, stranded in Nigeria and your kids were here and all that. And I, and I appreciate her concern, but Mm -hmm. then that helped me to say, Hey, all things work together. The, from where I sit, I'm grateful for my father's death because he did not, he did not sit there suffering and i can't get to him he did not um he did he died when i could celebrate him if he died right now i can't i can't celebrate him so for me i think the mindset of of always seeing things as an event as for your good whatever god allows to happen it's for my good and i'm that. Not everybody claims that. I'm claiming that scripture like it's gold, and when things don't happen my way, I still claim it. You've been here when I've had things happen to me for me that I said that are not for me, rather. But I claim the scripture, and it always when I look back and reflect, and I always say, "Thank God I was afflicted," because mm-hmm. look, happened through mm-hmm. that. And for me, that's a mindset. If you, even if you're not Christian to really believe in your creator enough to say all things work out for me. And when it looks ugly, especially when it looks ugly, is when you say there's a lesson that I'm, I need to extract from here. And I'm not leaving until I get that lesson. And that mindset has saved my whole life.
1: Amen. Amen. Everything happens for your good. Yes, that is so good. I'm pulling it all the way down. That is so good. I like that. I love that scripture so much. And it's so true. And it's so, you know, um, you just have to think about that 2020 has happened to so many people. But if you take that to say, you know what, I am going to learn lessons from the events that happened, what to do and what not to do. So good. I like that. We have had an interesting conversation. I love you, Andrea. All right. Let's chat later.